Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. Do you remember King Darius? He was the Babylonian king under whose reign Daniel had his experience in the lion's den. I wish to speak of Darius today. The story is that Daniel, a Hebrew worshiper of God, was, while he and his people were captives in Babylon, promoted to a high office in administration of the kingdom. His rivals envied him and set about to use his religion to destroy him by causing a law to be enacted by the proud king, requiring that no one be permitted to pray to any but the king for 30 days. The plan appealed to Darius' vanity, as it was meant to do, so much that he thought of the reverence of his ministers instead of suspecting them. Laws should be to correct moral and social injustice, but this grotesque miscarriage of justice caught the innocent man and condemned him to an overnight stay in the lion's den. Daniel was verging on ninety when this great test of his faithfulness was presented to him. See the steadfast, silent confessor and the weak king. He too was like a sheep before the shearer's dumb. His silence meant, among other things, a quiet, patient, fixed resolve to bear all and not to deny his God. Weak men bluster. Heroic endurance has generally little to say. So, down in the dark there, with the glittering eyes of the beasts around him, the old man sits all night long, with peace in his heart, and looking up trustfully through the hole in the roof to his protector's stars, shining their silent message of cheer. But notice the pitiable weakness and consequent unrest of the king. He had not yielded Daniel to his fate without a struggle. He was sore displeased. He set his heart on delivering him and labored to do so. But probably, if the question had been about a law that was inconvenient to Darius himself, some way of getting around it would have been found out. If the king had been bold enough to assert himself, he could have walked through the cobweb. But this is one of the miseries of yielding to evil counsels that one step taken calls for another. Darius's conduct to Daniel was like Herod's to John the Baptist and Pilate's to Jesus. In all the cases, the judges were convinced of the victim's innocence and would have saved him, but fear of others biased justice, and from selfish motives, they let fierce hatred have its way. Such judges are murderers. From all come the old lessons never too threadbare to be dinned into the ears that to be weak is, in a world so full of temptation, the same as to be wicked, and that he who has a sidelong eye to his supposed interest will never see the path of duty plainly. What a feeble excuse to his own conscience was Darius's parting word to Daniel. Thy God whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. And was flinging him to the lions the right way to treat a man who served God continually? Or with what right had Darius to expect that any god would interfere to stop the consequences of an act, which he thus himself condemned? We too are tempted to think, as he did, that a divine intervention will come in between our evil deeds and their natural results. But that weak parting word witnessed to the impression made by the lifelong consistency of Daniel. He must be a good man who gets such a testimony from those who are harming him. Daniel, the busy minister of state, had done his work so as to exhort that tribute from one who had no sympathy with his religion. Do we do ourselves in that fashion? How many of our statesmen serve God continually and obviously in their public life? What a contrast between the night past in the lion's den and the palace. 
Stone walls do not a prison make, nor iron bars a cage, and soft bed and luxurious delights of sense bring no ease to troubled consciences. Daniel is more at rest, though his soul is among lions, and Darius is in his palace. Better to be the victim than the doer of injustice. And why should Darius have waited for morning if his penitence had moved him to a firm resolution to undo the evil done? He had done better to have sprung from his bed and gone with his guards to open the den in the dark. But he chose not, unlike us who may choose to serve God. You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.